Today is Wednesday, January 13th. This is TDAD Talk. I'm Finn Warner. Happening today, the Corazon Gallery has launched their Heart Project, where students and residents of Trinidad design hearts which will decorate the light poles of Main and Commercial Street. In the statewide Colorado COVID-19 cases continue to rise while hospitalizations fall. And nationally, a number of American corporations announced they will be withholding political donations following the mob that entered the Capitol building last Wednesday. Stick around for more. Today's podcast is brought to you with support from Phil Long Toyota in Trinidad, featuring their year-end clear-out sales to get you in a new or previously owned vehicle that fits your budget. Head down today and let Lisa Camarillo or one of their many friendly sales reps help you get some new wheels for the year. All right, here's the weather. Today in Trinidad, it is sunny with a high in the mid-60s. Tonight's lows dip into the mid-20s. For Thursday, it's sunny with a high in the lower 40s. Now, here's the news. The Corazon Gallery in downtown Trinidad has started what they're calling the Heart Project. The gallery will distribute and offer for sale wooden and paper hearts to be decorated and help decorate light poles on Main and Commercial Streets in downtown Trinidad. Trinidad Builders Supply has agreed to donate the plywood and Trinidad High School cut out the hearts. The city of Trinidad has given permission to hang the hearts on poles downtown. Participating schools will receive hearts for free. Middle school and high school students will get wooden hearts, while elementary students will get paper hearts. Homeschoolers are included in this project, and parents can pick up a heart for each student at the Corazon Gallery. The hearts are free to all students, and students of Trinidad State College can get a heart with their student ID. Adults in Los Animas County who wish to participate in this project can purchase a heart for $5, limited to one per person. The hearts will be available on a first-come, first-served basis, and supplies are limited. All hearts must be for sale. The creator of the heart will determine the price. There's a 30% commission paid to the Corazon Gallery on all required sales, and the artist will retain 70%. Each heart has a number on the back upper left side. Anyone wishing to purchase a heart can get the number off the back of the desired heart and go to the Corazon Gallery with the number to make the purchase. Hearts are available for pickup at the Corazon Gallery between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. and every day until supplies run out. Finished hearts must be returned to the gallery by Saturday, February 6th. COVID-19 hospitalizations in Colorado have kept falling following the deadly fall surge, but the new cases are up for a second straight week, puzzling those who watch the trends, reported the Denver Post yesterday. It's not totally clear why the two are moving in opposite directions, said Beth Carlton, an associate professor of environmental and occupational health at the Colorado School of Public Health. New hospitalizations tend to lag behind cases, so it's possible they could rise in a few days, she said. On Monday, 914 people were hospitalized with confirmed or suspected COVID-19. That's slightly higher than the over the weekend, but still less than half of the fall peak on December 2nd. Hospitalizations have briefly leveled off or increased slightly three times since the peak, so another blip wouldn't be unusual. New deaths have also fallen, though delayed reporting makes it difficult to say by how much. The Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment reported 16,148 new cases of COVID-19 in the week ending Sunday. That's about 1,600 more than the previous week, but still 20,000 fewer than the worst week of November. It is not yet clear if the increase in cases came from a short-term change, such as people gathering for Christmas and New Year's, or if it reflects a deeper shift, Carlton said. Holiday spikes tend to be relatively short-lived because people quickly resume their normal precautions, she said. 
A bigger concern is that residents of counties that move from level red to level orange on the state's dial framework will make more significant changes to their behavior, allowing the virus to surge back, Carlton said. On January 4th, the state eased COVID-19 restrictions in 33 counties, allowing personal gatherings to resume, moving last call to 10 p.m., and letting restaurants and gym operate at 25% capacity. And in national news, days after a pro-Trump mob attacked the U.S. state's capital, some of America's biggest companies said they would pause political giving as they rethink their support of certain lawmakers and their own involvement in politics more broadly, according to the New York Times yesterday. Marriott International, Dow, Airbnb, and Morgan Stanley were among those that said they would halt donations from their political action committees, or PACs, to the 147 Republican members of Congress who objected to certifying the election results on January 6th. The plans to object to the results appear to have contributed to the deadly storming of the Capitol that day. AT&T, whose PAC donated the most of any single public company in the 2019-20 election cycle, said it would suspend contributions to those lawmakers. At the same time, Facebook, Microsoft, Coca-Cola, Citigroup, J.P. Morgan, and Goldman Sachs said they were pausing PAC donations to both Republican and Democratic candidates for various lengths of time, a tactic that will also penalize those who voted to uphold the election. The moves are notable because corporations and their employees are active players in the political process, making campaign contributions through PACs and helping politicians raise funds in a myriad of ways. But it was not clear how long the pause would last. The first quarter is the slowest period of the cycle, and whether companies would quietly roll back the changes after public attention had shifted. In the last election cycle, American corporate PACs gave $91 million to members of the House of Representatives, accounting for 8% of that chamber's total funds raised, and $27 million to senators, accounting for 3% of the total, according to figures compiled by the Center for Responsive Politics. By announcing their intention to withhold funds, companies are signaling to lawmakers that there are growing political and public relations risks to their actions. By the end of Monday, at least 16 companies had put out statements disavowing the events of Wednesday and pledging to use their corporate giving to uphold their principles. If you know of an upcoming event you think should be included on our podcast, give us a shout on our TDAD Radio Facebook page or call us at 719-846-3311. For a deeper look into what's happening in Trinidad and beyond, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com. And don't forget to support your local journalism with an online subscription. Another shout-out to our sponsor for today, Phil Long Toyota in Trinidad, who helped me get the car I still love and can help you find the right one, too. Give them a call at 719-355-7100. That will do it for today's episode. Thanks for sticking around. This has been Finn Warner. Have a great day. This is Chronicle News Media.